Hey guys, I just want to let you know at the top, I know I don't normally talk at the top, but I'm doing it now. There's a couple sound issues in this one, and we know it, but the conversation's so fun, and Ari's so goddamn sweet, and I really do love this episode, so I want to put it out there so you guys can hear it, but there are some clicks, and there's a couple points where our voices get really low, and we sound, res- like, respectable, and, like, we can't have any of that in the future, but this episode's gonna come out, and it's gonna sound like this, and I apologize right now, but you guys are still gonna enjoy it. It's a still fun time. Have a good one. Enjoy the show. Pick up the microphone, though. Oh, it's starting? It's happening? Yeah, part of being oh. on the podcast is talking into the microphone. Oh, my God. We're going to teach you how to talk into one, too. Hey. You just held it by your face and then spoke off into the distance. I don't know how to do anything. I know. You're like, oh, good. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy it started. <laughs> Wait, so uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I brought up a present for you. You did? Yeah. What? That's why I made you sit down and stay there. Where is it? This thing? Yeah. That's for you. I buddy. can open it? Uh-huh. Should I do it now? Yes, please. All right. Tell the people what it looks like to you. It looks like a Japanese thing. It's not super American. Super American. That was racist. This is the Funko Pop uh, mystery minis of the ad icons, which are ads from America. All of them are American. That's Bob's Big Boy, for Christ's sake. Bob's Big Boy? I love Bob's You don't know which one of the 12 you're going to get, but there's... No point in that that I look at that and go, that's Japanese. Oh, my gosh. That, so although that bag. Japanese, Aaron. Okay, when you speak, you got to have the microphone in your hands even. Like you, you Bob's put it. Boy. You got a Bob's Big Boy. Oh, my God, I love it. All right. Oh, thank you. It's so 70s. Everything in this box was very 70s. You know I collect Bob's Big Boys, right? No. I have like six of them on my fridge. This is going right on the fridge, baby. Oh, dude, there you go. Oh. You got a Bob's Big Boy. Out of chance. God What's the chance you. that you're going to get a Bob's Big Boy? That looks so awesome. Hi Bob's Kitty. Big Boy is a one in six. Wow. So, whew. That's amazing. What a treat to be on this podcast. Did you know Funko Pop, uh, their first thing they ever did was was Bob's Big Boy? That's yes. how they started. Wasn't it? The mm-hmm. bobblehead things they were doing? Yeah. I like Funko Pop. And so these, like yeah. I mean, too. That's Pepper. Hi, Pepper. You're so soft. Yes, we put our all meat diet. She's on keto right now. Really? Uh, yeah. We got right. fancy cat food. Nice. And they—that's one of the things they're like. You're gonna have softer cats. So Ari just did something at the Trader Joe's. Oh yeah. Right now. Put my foot in my mouth. You didn't. You didn't even realize <laughs> what you said. Ari walks up to me and goes, "There's a lot of really beautiful women here right now. My God, I gotta get some lotion." I needed lotion. <laughs> but also, then you went ahead Didn't and bought... Didn't realize the two sentences back to back. And then you went ahead and bought Absolutely only lotion. I don't think I've ever gone to a store, especially a Trader Joe's. If you're going to buy only lotion, I would think I was ashy. CVS. I needed some lotion. We went to Trader Joe's. You needed candy. I needed candy, and I needed lotion. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the cash register person was really nice and complimented me. And she was like, just the lotion for you? And I really wanted to say, put the lotion in the basket. But 
Which would have been great. It would have been great. I would have said yes. But she would have filed a lawsuit, and it would have been really bad. <laughs> no, that's the thing. is She wouldn't. Uh, women are so used to being treated like general garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and men consistently say bizarre sexual things to every woman. I'm under the... Post Me Too, I'm like, oh, women must get spoken to tragically all day, every day. So I'm just in the belief that it wouldn't have even shook her. She would have been like, yeah, that's expected. And then would have just had your transaction and everything would have kept on going. And we would have walked out and be like, that line killed. (laughs) (laughs) No, you would have been like, I think she likes me. And I'm like, don't go back in. Don't go, don't ever shop there again. Like, I want you to know that I'm super soft now that I'm all lotioned up. If you ever want to, like, get lotion with me sometime, <laughs> I know a lot of good lotion places. I got to stay hydrated. What do you want from me? Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, I haven't introduced our guest at all. Zero percent <laughs> introduction. And yet you Thank know you everything about me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank know. you for joining us. I'm not saying your name. Perfect. <laughs> the unknown guest. Okay. Ari Azizian. How long have you been on Instagram? Uh, three months. Late in the game. Late in the game. I think Instagram's 10 years old. It's crazy, though. I think Obama's dog got an Instagram before you did. Yep. Yeah, dude, that's a a long way off. Grandmas have Instagram. Dude, newborn babies get Instagram. This is true. Okay, so... I have arrived late to the game. Now that you've arrived so late to the game, were you missing anything at all? No, I hate it. (laughs) I want to get off of it. There we go. That's the answer you want. Um, would you suggest everybody get off of it? Yes. Can we all just go back to having like three friends and quit this facade of having 375 friends? Still not a lot of friends for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, yeah, it's still a sad amount. Um, no, I'm good. That was good candy you got, by the way. Thank you. The waffle. Very French. Mm-hmm. I only eat the Frenchiest the of candies. Toy is Japanese. I and only you have can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> Bob's Big Boy is very American. Okay. <laughs> this thing just has pie eyes. I love it. Oh, my God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What a treat. You're like, wow, lotion and Bob's Big Boy in the I same know, hour? Right? <laughs> what is it? My two favorite things. Is it Satan's birthday? Is today 666? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, what else did you get me? What's next? We're going to do a mic later. We're going to do a mic later. We're, We're going to bomb. the game. We're going to bomb. We're going to bomb really <laughs> bad. How funny was it seeing that other open mic we drove by and then seeing the guy rehearsing his lines in the street? Yeah, yeah. To oncoming traffic. Well, you work at a very nice establishment. Yes. Papa John's. Shout out. I hate you. <laughs> no, Hermosa Comedy Magic Club. Yes. So you're not used to watching people put themselves in the mindset to literally bomb. This is true. The shit out of themselves. Yes. It's the best of the best. I'm so lucky. I don't even know how they... I'm not fired yet. And then you spend your spare time at open mics watching people put themselves in scenarios where they can't win. Yes, I love it. All comedy, all the time. I'll take it any way I can. Is there anything you think you've learned from seeing the difference between those two places? Oh, for sure. Just like professionals versus like people just starting? Not necessarily on the outside as much as a person who's starting when you're like, be more like Tom Papa. Yes. Like never Papa happen, Tom. But I uh, love Tom Papa. Um, yeah. I feel like a jerk in both worlds. Because uh, I'm probably just a jerk. Dude, no, you are. But uh, 
Because over there, I'm just the guy who's been working there, and they're like, oh, you do open mics? I'm a jerk for wanting to do it. And then yeah. I'll go to the open mics, and they're like, yeah, it's that guy who worked at the thing. Ah, he's a jerk, whatever, you know, for wanting. So I'm in a bad uh, position. But watching pros, I mean, what, what more? I just see a lot of people making sort of, it's not mistakes, but things that you're like, oh, man, if they knew what they were doing. But what are, what are those things? A lot of open micers, this is probably just like, they probably like sit around and like maybe trash each other or something when somebody's not there or something like that. Hell yeah. But I guess, I guess professionals do that too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, being super dirty when you don't need to be in, in lieu of material maybe. Dirty dog dick right. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some people, dude, it's the best seeing people like go up on uh, on stage with pajamas on or something like that. Like no regard to what they look like. That's the, my, one of my favorites. Flip-flops yeah. and shorts, the best. The best move. Sure. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm comfortable. You're comfortable. You're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, totally. Why would I worry about your comfort? <laughs> This isn't about that. This is about my comfort. This is a me thing. We're on me time. Dude, that's my favorite thing when people say that. This is on me thing. No. Yeah, yeah this is a me thing. <laughs> me, 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 me. Um, yeah, I don't know. So you look like you're from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry I didn't dress up. Caught me off guard. Nobody said you should dress up. These are your expectations. You dress up for podcasts. You. That's what they told me. <laughs> I don't know the nicest way to say this, so I'm going to say it the worst way to say this. You have some of the lowest self-esteem out of anybody I know. Really? And it's completely unjust. What a shocker. <laughs> no, but like even right now where you're just like, you throw things at you and you're like, yeah, I'm the worst at this, I'm the worst at that. Uh-huh. I'm a jerk no matter where I go. You're like, no, <laughs> I've never met anybody who's called you a jerk. Aww. Nobody. <laughs> Everybody loves you. Wow. Nobody hates you. You're beloved where you go. This is the best podcast <laughs> I've ever done. There we go. But you seem to have a hard time actually believing these things. Yes, this is true. And this is why I'm up to four sessions of therapy a week. Is that how much you're doing now? No, I'm not doing any therapy. I'm off the rails right now. Oh, dude, you should definitely be in therapy. I know. That's where I actually we left off, kind of. I was in therapy. Things were going good-ish. And then I'd spent about a year in no therapy. And then <laughs> you transformed that into open mics. Yes. And now everything's fulfilled. No need to go to the... Every, everything's fine. Where could it go wrong? <laughs> exactly. Please, the sound effects in the microphone. We... <laughs> I actually have a really high ratio for the amount of sound effects I get the guests to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, every episode, I think, we get some sound effects coming. Perfect. Well, thank you for it. those nice words. And That's the end of the episode. You've always been so we sweet to it. me and helping me. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we meet? Rich put us together. Yeah, I met you, I want to say, like, twice before that. Yes. Through, like, oh, yeah, we went, remember we went, like, two years ago to that Greek to the Greek, uh, yeah, we went to the Greek. We saw. I just saw that picture like recently. Really, of us four. It was me, you, Rich, and Jeff. Yeah, and we were like freezing. We're all bundled up. Yeah, that was super cold. <laughs> it was so cold, very uncomfortable. And then I we went to a diner afterwards. Yes, 
I still think about that chicken pot pie. I had a Monte Cristo. We both remember the meals that we had. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, because they were very warm meals. We all chose <laughs> very hot things because we were freezing. Because it was the Greek, like, in January. They weren't supposed to be doing a show, obviously. Well, no. It was off, off season. I forget the name of the comedian. Very funny man. Romesh. Romesh. Romesh was filming a special there. What's his last name? But the whole point of the special was that he wasn't popular in America, so they didn't promote it, but got the biggest space so they could have the least amount of people there because that's part of the gag. Right. Which we didn't know. Um, it was guessable. <laughs> it was definitely very guessable. I want to say it's everyone was there with people? free tickets. Right. Damn which gosh. makes us know that it's a fucking... He was very funny. He was very funny. It um, was very good. But yeah, so that's probably like one of the first times we met you, right? I feel like I met you at the club once before. Yes. I met you at the club, and then we did that. And then the, I ran into you at the commissary. Yes. You're with an ex-girlfriend. Yes, I was. Ex-girlfriend now. Oh, and I snubbed you because I didn't know you did comedy at the time. So I said, uh, guys, this is my girlfriend, whatever. And uh, this is Jeff. He's a very funny comedian. And this is Aaron because I didn't know what you did. <laughs> I've never known anything. It's fine. I didn't feel snubbed at the time. And no, but I remember you're like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I'm going to hate this man forever. I just did something bad. And then Rich put us together to do mics together. Mm -hmm. And then you super helped me all the time. Mm -hmm. We were just going crazy. And then as soon as you started arguing, I stopped. And I, so I started arguing. I was off the rails. That's what happens. And then little thing about Aaron. <laughs> Many people reach out to me when they want to start doing comedy. They want me to go to all these open mics with them. And they ask me all these 100,000 questions. Yes. They're always wanting me to say, oh, but you don't need to worry about You're perfect. And when <laughs> I give anything that says not perfect or exactly what they don't want to hear, like, oh, no, you have to do this a whole bunch of times, um, they immediately argue, and I just immediately never talk and to them. And I again. was wrong, and I apologize. Yes. No, we're fine now. You're here. Yes. You know how many people have done that to me that aren't here? <laughs> Well, we met a lot of them, remember? We'd be like at a coffee shop, and you're like, I helped this person get into stand-up. I'm like, God, you helped so many people. And they'll say that. When we go to open mics, so there's a lot of people that are just like, yeah, you yeah. helped me. And you're like, well, yeah, but then you said something stupid. Yeah. I literally stopped talking to a person because they said Eddie Murphy wasn't funny. <laughs> and I was like, you, no, that's not on the table. And they were like, he made jokes about his drunk dad being abusive to his mom. I don't think that's funny. And I was like, that doesn't make Eddie Murphy unfunny. That's where he came from. We're done. Can you be Forever. friends with somebody who doesn't get something? Like, I had a friend who didn't get Monty Python, the Holy Grail, and I was like, oh, we can't be friends anymore. Yeah, no, you, I, I found a way. You found a way? Okay. You, I found a way. Well, I guess you just love the person no matter what. Yeah, that's what love is. <laughs> right. That's the thing. You don't get love yet. Like, you don't like Tom Petty. Yeah. And I still love you. Thank you. <laughs> and it doesn't make me like Tom Petty anymore. <laughs> I still dislike Tom Petty at the exact same level. The Traveling Wilburys were three people you really liked. And, and two, two I don't, you care, don't for. care for at all. Yeah. <laughs> which, is a, which is a shame. Because I also understand the power of Tom Petty. Yes. And the other person I don't like, those listening, and please send me all your hate tweets, <laughs> is uh, Bob Dylan. Don't like him. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that being said, I understand their legacy, their greatness. I understand the fact that they are great. Yeah. I understand that they are some of the best songwriters ever. Uh, Bob Dylan, I can't 
think of a better lyricist ever. I don't care for lyrics. So now what? Now <laughs> what? Boom. Uh, I don't care. Man. Oh, he wasn't that great at singing. That's part of the music I really enjoy. That's too bad. He's not good at the thing I enjoy. The good news is there's people that are really good at it that sing his songs. I go right to those. <laughs> Stevie Nicks all day. Sure. Oh, dude, all along the watchtower, Bob, uh, what's it? Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix doesn't even sing the song good, and I love it. Uh, Bob Dylan sings the song, ugh, next. Yeah. Uh, totally not my story to say, but. That sounds good. Alan Havey once told me that he sang all along the watchtower with George Harrison once. And, like, George Harrison just started playing it and singing it. Yeah. And this was, like, at Lauren Michaels' studio or something like that. And he started singing with him. And he had, like, was sitting on, like, bongos or something. So he started playing with George Harrison. Sure. Yeah. And he was with somebody else. I don't remember who it was. But the guy later was like, I wish I knew the lyrics all along the watchtower so I could sing with the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Like, you missed out, buddy. You did not get it. Yeah, that's, uh, I bet the other guy was the dude from ELO. <laughs> I bet Jeff it was. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> Because I only got into him last year. Really? Yes. Oh, I or maybe two years ago now. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy happened. They play something there? Yeah, they play Mr. Blue Sky at the nice. beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Classic. And I'm like, what is this song? And then I was like, I bet it's you that guy's only got one good one in him. <laughs> and then I was like, but I better check out. Because yeah. even if the next song sounds kind of like it, I'm in. And then to find out that it's just the middle of the thing. And that whole album is brilliant, top to bottom. And then I was just like, oh, now I got it. I have to do the full dive. Yeah. It was like 40 hits, something stupid like that. Yeah. And then the worst part is, is I go through and look at the things that he produced. And you're like, oh, I own half of the things he's released. Right. I'm a jerk. <laughs> he's a genius. He's a genius. And I've enjoyed his genius the entirety of my life. Yep. I don't want to give him credit until I'm 38 years old. He remastered or did the uh, Beatles song without a John. In the 90s, Real Love yeah. and Freeze a Bird. Freeze a Bird. Produced them. He produced didn't just them. remaster them. He produced It was his idea. He yeah. sat down with the demos <laughs> and the Beatles and was like, well, these are the ones we're going to choose. And this is the direction we're going to take that where it really shines through all of them. Because he is the person that Paul McCartney and George Harrison both respected Trusted, yeah. to that extent where they're like, oh, no, no. When we don't agree on something, we'll go to Jeff and he'll figure out where he feels about it. Right. And they were like, by God, he's right every time. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. He's the best. Love him. And See then we share the mutual Beatles thing. Yeah. Love the Beatles. Love the Beatles. I'm not one of their top Spotify listens. Anymore. I'm in the top 2%. <laughs> I saw a lot oh, of people post right. those. And I'm going to tell you, most of the people that posted those, those are not things to be sharing. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm in the top 2% of Mac Miller fans. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> what are you, a pharmacist? <laughs> 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 and then you're like, I'm a top two Beatle person. You're like, oh, it's Spencer from Spencer's Gifts here, everybody. <laughs> Congratulations. You realize how dumb it is? Because, like, not even any of my friends have Spotify. So you're like, what are they rating this off of? The They're world? rating it off of your Spotify stuff. I opened up Spotify that day to find out who I'm a 2% of. No, but <laughs> I barely listen to Spotify. So they're like, nah. <laughs> we don't know what to do. Yeah. They're like, how about we play you some Tom Petty? And I'm like, you know, I'd rather you not. Does Spotify ever uh, recommend you something that you don't like, but they just keep pushing it on you? All the time. And has changed your mind about that group? Nope. I, that happened to me with Steely Dan. Oh, Spotify thought I yeah. loved Steely Dan for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And I, I guess I do. <laughs> it's 
Steve Lee Dan sounds like if your dentist was in a really good band, right? Yeah, where you're just like, I get, I get it. I see what they're doing. They're doing what they are doing perfectly. I'm just my dentist. You know, he's just <laughs> calming people down. There's no, like, rock star. Yeah, like, you know when you go into an Uber too. and they're like, they play their album? That would be like from the dentist and he's playing his album. That's that would so be Steely funny. Dan. That's Steely Dan. <laughs> That's Steely Dan to me. Um, Did you run out of things to laugh about? Is the podcast over? <laughs> Azizian. I love that kid. He is sweet as pie. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, love him. S- just started doing some open mics, starting to get his feet wet. So if you're out there seeing him on the LA scene, tell him you heard the podcast and you love it. He'll be happy to make some friends. Uh, you, I believe he's also on half of Darren Carter's podcast, the Party Starter podcast. I know that they're good friends and I know that uh, he jumps on that one a lot. Ari, Thank you for doing that. I hope you listen to this one, buddy. If you don't, urgh. if you want to find Ari on social media, of course, he has no Facebook, and we just barely talked him into getting an Instagram. But his Instagram's pretty good. Mostly stories. He's got like seven pictures on there. Like all seven of them. In fact, if you guys could like all seven and then comment, I came from putting up with Aaron Michael Marsh, uh, he'd get a kick out of it, but also be like, kind of weird you did that dude but that's what i like um and it's a r y a z i z i a n you got to see this dude's hair it's he, i think it's wild like a rock star he thinks it's like weird out <laughs> who cares so that's the episode please as always guys thank you for rating reviewing subscribing sharing this with your friends sending me venmos at aaron m marsh you guys are the best, and I don't plug my own stuff enough. So here it is, at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. If you're listening to this, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I'll, I'll block you on Facebook. We can do all of the things. Guys, thank you for listening to me, and uh, thank you for putting up with me. <laughs> Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong, whether I find a place in this world or never belong, I've got to be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? I'll go it alone. That's how it must be. I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I gotta be free. Daring to try to do it.